Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 290 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is a technology and business strategist, as well as the president and CEO of MindCore, the leading IT solutions provider in New Jersey. He specializes in working with business owners and management to fix business processes and technology problems using his process mastery formula. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Matt Rosenthal. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to speak with you. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. It should be, yes. Um, Matt, can you maybe tell us a little bit about MindCore um, and and the work you're doing with the, with the company? Sure. So MindCore has evolved so much over the years. It was started a long time ago. And I can't actually take credit for MindCore as far as going back to the beginning. I started out with a small consulting company. And over time, my consulting company got larger. And as it grew, I ended up uh, taking on some partners and doing some mergers and acquisitions. So MindCore uh, was was born out of one of those deals. But uh, for the past 10 years or so, I've been the uh, the head of MindCore, CEO, uh, president. Over the past few years, um, I've, I've uh, parted ways with all the partners and I'm, I'm now the sole owner of the company. And we've evolved over those years from being an old school break fix operation to a cloud provider to, um, you know, a quote unquote managed service provider to who we really are now, which is a technology service provider. And that's like a, a higher level way for, for, for us to look at it. So we, we solve a variety of technology problems for pretty much any sort of business. Right. That's that's like a high level of who you are and what we do. Right. Okay. And do you focus into any specific areas within that sort of consultancy? We don't, although I've thought about it and we've we've kind of pursued that over the years. Um, the reason is everybody that we deal with, every type of business that we deal with, they all kind of have the same problems and we solve most of those problems with some version of, of, of similar solutions. So I find that most businesses Businesses are businesses are businesses. They have different services, but under the hood, they really have the same technology needs other than, you know, of course, some specialized software or, or something special. Like if you're a hedge fund, you might need something different for sure than if you're a doctor's office, but you still need the same basic uh, foundation. So I, I kind of stopped looking for niches and uh, it's, it's worked well for us. It's, uh, we've got a really good reputation as a service provider for any business who is sort of aligned in their thinking. You know, as long as we think the same way about technology, then we'll work well together. Yes, that makes sense. And presumably if you do come across any specifics, you you have um, relationships and contacts that can actually help you out if required. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been a long time. been in the business for a long time. There's a lot lot of those, those types of relationships. Yes. Good. Okay. Matt, can you share with us a career tip, one that the audience may not be aware of and perhaps should be? I can share with you about 100, but I'll give you just one. This one is something that comes from my own experience and it, as, as a technician early on, 
not a business owner. And as a business owner now, from having so many over the years, different technical people coming and going, I would say, put your ego aside. And I find frequently that people who are technical tend to um, be wonderful people, but oftentimes they think that they're right about whatever the, 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 the issue is that they're working on. And when you, when you put your ego aside and you focus on being a team player and collaborating and realizing that nobody knows everything, and frankly, nobody cares if you think you know everything, it's more important that you're somebody that actually delivers value by being a team player. You'll find that you'll solve problems quicker. It'll be a more pleasant experience. And whether it's an end user or a coworker or whoever the person is, or whatever the, the, the solution is, is about or who it's for, the whole thing feels a lot better. And you're looked at in a much more positive manner if you can put your check your ego at the door, as I like to say at the beginning of most of my meetings with my engineers, check your ego at the door. Nobody cares. <laughs> Be a team player. Indeed. Yeah. And presumably that that very much from your perspective as a consultant or as a consultancy, the most important thing to you is making sure that your customers' problems are resolved and that they're happy with the outcome. Yeah. It's 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 I mean, what's more important that than we're in the business to to serve other people. And for those people to feel good in the process, I mean, we're going to solve the problems, but it's how, how, it, how it happens is also important. So if you, if you, if you're ego driven and you go and you think you've just got the answer and you go down some rabbit hole that wastes two or three days versus stepping back and like considering things that you might not even see because they're, they're in your blind spots. Well, that happens when you collaborate. So it impacts the customer. So we want to, we want to solve problems as fast as we can but with the best solutions and, and it requires realizing that you got to be a team player. Yes, exactly. Good. Okay. Matt, can you tell us about your worst IT career moments and what you learned from that experience? Well, my worst moment, well, I probably had a lot of, a lot of worst moments over the years, but one of the moments that sticks out in my mind is, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, there's an empty feeling you get when you no longer have a job. And uh, I, my, me, like many people, it had to happen many times. I, at one point, had a great job working in New York City, a high-level job in IT, had like 35 people work, reporting to me. Well, at that same time, as is the case with, I think, many people in the IT business, you know, I had some side gigs going on. Now it's more accepted is that this whole like sort of gig culture, but that it wasn't like that in, in, the, in the late 90s, early 2000s. So I, I had my employer uh, had found out that I had some side gigs going on. I don't know how. I don't even know why it mattered. But I, I knew that uh, they were probably going to let me go, regardless of the fact that they considered me a rising star in this $2 billion company. So I quit. I actually quit the job because I didn't want to have any sort of uh, stain on my, on my own record, so to speak, where, where I was ever fired. Um, so I, I quit. I left. And I remember walking out of the building and the empty feeling of like, wow, okay, I have no income anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm married. I have a, a, a child on the way and I have no income other than my side business. So I better go make the side business work. Um, so there's, there's a happy ending to the story, which was that the side business that we were, I'm talking about is, is the present incarnation of Mindcore. I mean, if I didn't have that happen, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. Indeed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, just going back to the point about uh, employment contracts in particular, I think it was pretty much um, 
standard at the time that it would typically be written into a contract that you couldn't do additional work outside of the company that you were contracted for employment to. I, I presume that was the same with, with the US. It probably was in there. It never got that far, but I, I'm sure I'm sure it was in there. Uh, isn't it funny, though, how, how now it's like, at least here in the US, I, I think it's part of the culture. Like you're supposed to have side gigs or the side hustle, I guess, that this you know the, the generation calls it. I'm sure everybody that works for me in my company, I don't ask them. I just assume they all have a side hustle. And it doesn't matter to me as long as they're impacting our customers and, and they're showing up and giving it their best every day. What do I care? Make as much as you can, you know, enjoy. Good. Okay. Matt, can you tell us about your career highlight? Uh, I think I've had, again, I've had, I've had a lot of really high highs and some, and some low lows. Um, I think that for me, what feels the best is not necessarily a technical highlight, but I get the most thrill out of the feeling that that you get when you help other people. Um, I mean, I was a volunteer fireman for like 15 years, working for nothing and just you know giving that because you want that feeling you get when somebody is 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 being helped. So for me, I've had many companies that I've helped start them from the ground up. Uh, at least for me, technology wise. And there's one company that comes to mind who is still one of my largest customers. They right now are one of the largest PR companies in the U.S. And I started there when they when they went into business. I helped them and I built their infrastructure from from the ground up. They only had a few employees. It was a, a very well known uh, publicist, nationally known publicist, who um, left a large company to start her own thing and through a whole other separate story for a different call, she found her way to me and said, can you help me get this thing going with, with the IT? And what I was able to watch was little by little by little, her build that business and expand 10 employees, 20, 30, 50, 80, 100. And I was able to, to be there to ensure that she never had to think about her technology. And I was the strategic advisor that she needed I knew where the business was going. I, I was maybe we talked about it a lot. I knew what they were trying to achieve. I knew how big they were trying to, to build it. And I was there the whole way to watch uh, her and her partners build this company. Those are highlights for me because they might not look at it like we couldn't have done it without Matt and his company. Uh, I know that they, they couldn't have <laughs> because they needed what we did to create the foundation uh, for them to have Back in the day, their Blackberries working while they were at, at you know, at, at the uh, what are the movie awards, the, the Grammys or the Emmys, whatever the movie awards are, the Oscars, it, you know. So that's very fulfilling for me because I know underneath the hood, it's like you have a race car and the race car wins the race, but the mechanics under behind the scenes don't get the recognition. Well, we built the car from the ground up, and that's why they're winning the race. One of the reasons. So that's very fulfilling for me. And they were actually purchased by a public company, and now, and now that public company. Is, is is my customer and they've got six other companies that are underneath their um you know their umbrella who so it's that, that whole story is still going on it's still growing yep matt what excites you about the future of the it industry and careers in this particular sector what excites me is the fact that there's always an evolution there's always a transformation there's always change I, i'm not normal in that way like i i, I don't run away from change i i love change and I thrive on, on, on it. It's like an adrenaline rush for me. So uh, what I've loved is the fact that every couple of years, 
you got to learn, you have to learn something new. You have not just a technical skill, but especially as a business owner, you have to learn how to stay just ahead of the curve. Uh, so I got into cloud before any people in my, any consultants like me were getting into cloud. There were only a few and that became a commodity. And then I got into uh, managed services before it was like a term that everybody uses now as a disposable term for IT companies. And so I, I enjoy that. And, um, and for now the evolution is when I get presentations, I call it the three C's cloud, cybersecurity and collaboration tools that I was starting that before COVID hit. But now because of COVID it, it's everybody needs to, everybody's talking about and asking about those three C's. So for us, it's just another evolution, you know? And so I, I love the fact that if you don't stay sharp and if you don't stay ahead of the curve, you won't survive in this business. And to me, that's a never ending source of, uh, adrenaline and inspiration. I love it. Indeed. Yeah. So what's on your radar now? Is there anything new coming up? Uh, there, there, well, it's, it's actually what I, what I just had mentioned is we're, we're in the early stages of that, even though it might not seem like it. We are in the early stages of, of cybersecurity, uh, collaboration tools really being adopted and leveraged and, um, and used like to, to their fullest extent in businesses. And, um, Cloud, I mean, cloud's been around and it's, it's an old term, but it's it's really not been adopted yet the way that it, it should be. There's a long life cycle ahead of us for cloud. So what we do is we roll it all into one. So our solution and the solutions that we provide are all three of those C's kind of wrapped together. So it's, it's fun and we have years ahead of us with that. What we're doing now, the other piece of it is I never got involved in the phone business. I had no interest in being involved in telephones. Uh, in fact, I've had over the years, some really good, strong partners that I've always um, given the, uh, the telephone business over, over to. And now with Microsoft phones uh, running through you know, Office 365, I just uh, signed a deal with a, a large phone provider. Uh, there's nobody in between us. I'm working directly with, with the, uh, the provider and we're going directly to the market with Microsoft phone system. So there's going to be a huge push for me this year. Uh, it's already in progress with with that solution because it's one overall unified communication solution. Now it's everything. It's all three C's, and 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 as far as collaboration tools, well, your phone is is Teams, and Teams is your phone, Microsoft Teams. So we're 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 having a lot of fun with that, and um, every client that I have as an existing client wants it. So we're doing tons of Teams rollouts in the cloud. And uh, as far as my social media and my own marketing and my own podcast, I mean, there's a lot of lot of activity coming up in Q2, three, and four of this year. So in case you can't hear it in my voice, I'm, I'm, I'm having fun with it. It's a lot of fun. Good. Well, it sounds like you've got plenty on your plate and, and lots to look forward to. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot. It's good times. It's fun. And I hate to say it's good times because it's right now it's not socially acceptable to say that, that you're doing well, that it's good times. But um, uh, you know, I, I'm proud of the fact that I've built and, and run a really good, healthy business that has made it through this 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 whole experience the past year and we're actually stronger now than we were when we entered it a year ago yeah that's good to hear you know? definitely okay we're going to go into the reveal round now we're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think are you ready for this sure so what first attracted you to a career in it i fell into it i didn't know anything about computers i had an opportunity to make some money and i jumped at it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know what it was but once i got in i loved it yeah what is the best career advice you've ever received? Attitude is everything, and it's the truth. You have a positive attitude. 
more important than being than knowing your technology. Have a positive attitude. Yes. And what is the worst career advice you've ever received? Hurry up and get it done. <laughs> yeah. Because 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 you can't rush through things. You gotta you gotta stop and think and make sure that you're doing it right. And if you hurry up and get it done, you'll end up doing it five more times. Yeah. If you were to begin your career again in today's world, what would you do? Ready for this one? I would learn sales. Ah, uh, yeah. I would learn sales because everybody is always selling everything. And when you're doing IT support, it doesn't matter whether you fix the problem or if you're in anything in technology. When you're dealing with people, it doesn't matter if you solve somebody's problem right now or not. What matters is how they feel and how you feel and how the interaction goes. And you have to understand other people and their emotions, and that's sales. Yeah. Do you do you count marketing as part of that, or is that distinctly different? I, I look at it as, well, I mean, they're connected, but marketing is a different set of emotional um, processes. <laughs> sales is, is convincing somebody else to um, go along with your line of thinking. And not in a manipulative way. You're trying to get your 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 beliefs and your and your thoughts and your feelings across to somebody because you want them to agree with you. Well, if, I, if I'm trying to solve a problem for you and it's it's not going well and it's taking an hour longer than it should, if I can maintain your emotional state in a good positive place while I'm doing the work and I'm aware of that, I'm still doing a, a sales job. I'm still keeping you um, thinking what I want you to think while I'm trying to solve your problems so that you're not having a bad experience. It's sales. Yes. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? Uh, personally, I'm focusing on um, growth, obviously, uh, personal growth, uh, learning more, advancing my own skill set, and uh, obviously financially you know, growing the company. I'm very dedicated to the people that work in my company. I consider them uh, my, my work family, and I, I feel responsibility to them, to their own families, um, for their medical insurance and their salaries and their roofs over their heads. So uh, for me, it's growth in all of those ways. Yeah, that makes absolute sense, definitely. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Emotional IQ, emotional intelligence. Yeah, uh, yeah. Number one uh, most important skill, I think, it goes back to taking sales to the next level. It's, it's, it's emotional intelligence. It'll serve you well. It will. And what do you do to keep your own career energized? I happen to be a very driven person naturally, and I have a tremendous amount of curiosity. And like, there's, there's just sort of no end to how far I can take things. So what I do is I just make sure that I remain goal-oriented and that I don't just have goals because goals without actions are nothing more than a dream. So I make sure that I, I actually attach actions to every single thing that I do and I hold myself accountable, but not only that, I actually have other people that are coaches to me who I make sure I have around me to hold me accountable. Otherwise, who's going to hold me accountable? I own the company, you know? Absolutely. Yes, yes. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? I am really focused on uh, on my family, which, by the way, for the past for 10 years, up until about two years ago, I was so driven, I was only focused on building a business. So I'm very focused now on my family, number one, my wife and my children are come before anything else. And then second, um, so I, I spend a lot of time nurturing those relationships now. And I, I make sure to set aside time and I even block it out in my calendar so that I'm away from the business and away from technology. 
a lot of time um, on physical fitness. I probably work out like four or five days a week. You'll get a kick out of this. I also make I live in South Florida, which is um, you know southern United States. So I uh, it's warm all year round. So every I probably spend three or four hours a day on the phone. I walk. So I'm, I'm walking like some seven to 10 miles a day while I'm on my phone calls. So uh, that's been interesting. So I have a very active lifestyle. I focus a lot on my mindset. Uh, I'm, a key, I'm a believer that your, your mindset is within your control. So I focus a lot on, on really good, happy, positive mindset, personal growth. Um, and and, and it's, it's, it's kind of all kind of all kind of gets jumbled together. It's all one and the same. They all, they all kind of touch each other. Yeah. Uh, I play golf. I do enjoy playing golf. Yes. I did wonder being in Florida. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. I only moved here two years ago. So uh, I lived in New Jersey for 46 years. So there was no golf in the middle of the winter. They're getting killed with snow this year. But uh, I play golf now. It's, it's fun. Yes. And Matt, can you share with us a parting piece of career advice? Don't be afraid to pivot. Uh, what I mean by that is don't get so committed to an idea or a belief that you um it's like it's like buying a stock and you think it's going to go up but it keeps going down and you think if you keep buying more of it on the way down you'll be okay all you're doing is chasing it down at some point you have to say okay bad choice let me make a better choice um you have to put this fear aside and you need to be able to cut your losses when you need to and pivot now it might be that you wanted to be a, a network engineer and maybe now it's a better idea for you to pivot into being somebody who's more involved in the sales support side, or maybe you're changing careers completely, or uh, or you're going to solve a problem a certain way, and you realize, okay, my customer's been down for three hours. Maybe I should go a different way. It doesn't matter. Being able to recognize when it's time to stop what you're doing, take a take a, a you know account and pivot. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, and Matt. How can we find out more about you and connect with you? So the best place to find me is on LinkedIn. And it's, it's my name. It's Matt, M-A-T-T, Rosenthal, and MindCore. So if you search Matt Rosenthal MindCore, you can find me there. Definitely send me a message. I'll, I'll get back to you. You can find us on our website or find me on our company website, which is uh, www.mind-core.com. I, my favorite place for people to find me is on YouTube. So if you look me up with the same name, same business name on YouTube, I, I probably at this point have a hundred videos on there and there's probably a hundred more coming in the next couple of months. It's a tremendous library. It's, 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 it's career, it's life, it's health. It's uh, I've made a lot of lessons. I've a lot of mistakes in my life. And, and, and so there's a lot of valuable information I have to share as uh, a, a true entrepreneur. And um, so it's a good place to go learn about me, but you know what? You'll get some good information. It might just make you think about your own choices. So there's a lot of cool stuff there. I recommend just going there to, to look at it. Just check it out. Great. Yeah. So all those links will be on the show notes page on the website. So if you want to go and have a look, yeah, Matt's information is YouTube channel. Just visit the website and you can find the links. Matt, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. I had a great time. You asked great questions. Thank you. My thanks to Matt for being the featured guest on this week's episode. If you head over to the IT Career Energizer website, you can find the show notes page that relates to this particular episode, where you'll find the links to Matt's social media profiles and to his MindCore website. 
And make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast to make sure that you get episodes automatically downloaded every week. And why not reach out to me? If you've got any questions about the show or simply want to connect, you can do so on Twitter or LinkedIn. Or even better, why not come and find me on Clubhouse? So thanks for listening into this week's episode and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.